Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. Sorry for missing last week. There was family stuff, and that's slightly more important than an hour of recording time that the two of us try and fit into our busy schedules. Anyway, with me as always is the remastered Sam Grezis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they put me in the studio, they they got my levels all changed, and now and now it's more p-p-p-p-base. It's Sam, but with slightly better texture, so you can see all the nasty pores on his face. Oh, hell yeah, get all up into those pores. Get Zoom right on into my disgusting, oily pores. Please, just Zoom right on in there. I, have you ever used one of those uh, blackhead pore strips? Dave? I have not. I've I've never touched it. They they're they are very fun to do. One because they're very, they're good for your skin. You feel very clean after you use them. Also because when they when you peel them up from your nose and cheeks or wherever you have put them, uh you realize that your body is a its own biome pretty much. You you lift this this so the way it works if you don't know um is you kind of you wash your skin uh you you kind of like rub uh like a cleaning solution on it and then there's this sticky pad that you put usually across the bridge of your nose and uh you let it sit there for 15 minutes uh and the adhesive kind of sticks to your skin ish but just the outer layer so it's not like it's not gonna like rip you know your face part skin off um, but then you peel it up after that 15 minutes and with it comes just an entire forest of oil and dirt. Y- you can like see it. They, they, they sounds look like, hot. They look like, yeah, yeah. It looks like grass when you like peel it up. You like, you can like look at th- these, these plants that are growing on your face right now. So, uh, so Yes. Yes, get get all up in my pores. They're not clean because I haven't done something like that in a very long time. I highly recommend using a pore strip and and checking it and checking out the gross shit in your skin. That's that's a really gross way to start this podcast. Yep, but sorry. you know what? It's too late now. We're going in, barely going all hit, in, all in on the first. gross. Yep. Anyway, uh, we may have missed last week, but um, like I I feel like we didn't really miss anything. Nothing happened. Yeah, because this is this is like who cares? Nothing, nothing's going on. It's the dearth of the off season. It's the, the dead m- zone. biggest stories right now, besides you know the the main nonsense that at this point I think everyone's just getting tired of. Yeah, I listen. Is I can we just not really? We got to mention that stuff, but but can we not spend much time on it this week? No, let, okay. I mean we already spent too much time on it a little while ago because it, it, you don't need to hear us talk about it because it's literally everywhere because it's mm-hmm. the only thing that's happening of interest. It's also depressing and it's just over and over and over again. They mm-hmm. keep talking about this. The Eagles didn't go to the White House. Like there were very few players who wanted to go, and the president got all hissy and took his ball and went home and through a celebration anyway and like it's all the the same crap america yep it's all the same it's just gonna keep going it's never gonna friggin 
stop. And being being so, honest, the last thing y'all need is is you know <laughs> two more white sports dudes telling you how to think about about, about this whole situation. You, you don't know? need our opinions. No, you, you already don't. know our opinions, and you can get much more thought out and well informed opinions somewhere else online. So there, there. That's that's that. The heavy stuff right out of the gate. There gone. you go. Yep. It's gone. It's gone. Let's let's talk about something like. A lot more fun and silly and completely inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel is on a football team. He is. He is. Do you know which one? He is on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Ah. Sam. Yes. Without looking at Google, do you know where Hamilton is? Hamilton is in Ontario, if if I'm not mistaken. It's it's a I think it's like a, a pretty well I was gonna say it's a hockey town but every city in Canada is a hockey town. Um, I I want to say it's decently far, well not super north, um, but like it it borders one of the further north Great Lakes. Am I wrong? Am I like completely? You pulling? are actually quite correct. It's pretty close to Toronto. It's a little bit okay. south of Toronto. Hell yeah! I think I think it's on Huron. No, it's not Huron. I think it's on Erie. Okay, but but yeah, it's it's fairly close to Toronto. Close enough that I looked at it and be and was like, huh? Why does that have a CFL team when the rest of them seem pretty well spread out? Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. where Hamilton, Ontario, is. Now you know. That's where Johnny Manziel is playing professional football once more in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I think I know Hamilton, Ontario. I think the only reason I know this, it's either because like there's an indie band that I listen to that's from Hamilton or something that I think is more likely. I think Hamilton, Ontario is where the seminal hockey movie Goon takes place. Have you seen the movie? That is a very good movie. The Sean Goon Williams is a Scott. very good yes, movie. Yes, it is one of my favorite sports movies of all time. And I can do some quick Googling, just making sure Hamilton, Ontario Goon. Oh, I was wrong. It's on Lake Ontario. But yeah, it's. Well, much yeah, just it's south in Ontario. It's probably on Lake close Ontario. To Buffalo. Huh? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Goon 2 shot in Hamilton, Ontario. So. So there's that. Goon 2. Last of the Enforcers. Two it's goon. on Netflix. Two goon, two goonies. Last of the... <laughs> two goon, two... two. Oh, man, I lost it. Yeah, there's there's a I joke there that I can't and it's find. Gone. I can get to the bottom of this Miller High Life light and see if I can find it there. That's a pretty good segue to just talk about hockey, though. Yeah, heck, heck yeah, damn. A couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we, uh, we talked about hockey, and hockey's pretty good hockey is very good right now um let's see the the caps are up three to one as of this recording yep and it looks like the knights have kind of started to fall apart a little bit maybe not fall apart but they're just not getting any lucky breaks and yeah. they, they've kind of lost the magic a they, little bit they and an the capitals have just looked better in every game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like this may actually happen. We may actually get a Washington D.C. championship. It's weird to think about. Yeah, have have they since like 
the early days of, I guess, the Senators, have they had a – well, I guess D.C. United won a whole bunch of MLS Cups. So – but other than soccer, I mean, I think the last I think the last time DC won a major championship in the Big Four was probably the '90s Redskins teams. Yeah, oh, that's right. Like '91. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, the Redskins won a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been totally forgot. Would have been '91 over Buffalo. I think that was the most yeah. recent one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a huge deal. I, 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 I still find myself, even though I, you know, I, I grew up a Capitals fan, I still find myself rooting for, uh, the Golden Knights just cause how fucking wild would that be? Especially now, if they can somehow pull this off, if they can somehow come back, what it's, it's I mean, if they somehow pull this off and if the, uh, Capitals blow a three to one lead, yeah, th- that <laughs> would be hilarious, cliche, and the most capitals thing to ever happen on like the same thing. Absolutely heartbreaking. It would be. <laughs> oh my god, it's like I. So do you think it would be in terms of like three ones, right? That that something like this has to be worse than the Golden State Warriors or the Red Sox, right? I um hmm. It's so we're comparing three to ones here. So yeah. it's the Yankees giving it up. To the Red Sox in the, in the championship AL. series, it's yeah. it's um, the Cleveland Indians giving up the three to one lead to, the, to the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yeah, in the World Series, which I I think is probably the least embarrassing because they had injuries and they were kind of outplaying yep. what anyone thought they would do. So I don't I don't really think the Indians losing three to one against the Cubs was as that embarrassing the other in terms of three to one fuck ups the other thing that you run into with baseball much more so than hockey or basketball or football is so much is dependent on the pitcher and you can't trot out the same pitcher like three games in a row or really even two games in a row to start so Mm -hmm. so like you're because you're kind of playing a strategy game Right with your lineup in that case, like you, you know that you're not going to have your best pitcher on the field for all the games. So comebacks in that case, I feel like happen more often. Maybe this is just all conjecture, but does that make any, does that like that makes sense? Like if you get an Ma- upset, right? If you beat if you beat a pitcher you're not supposed to beat, if you beat an ace then that opens the door for you to win a bunch of games that, you know, weaker pitchers are playing in. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a certain logic to that. <coughs> I, I think there's any... the most embarrassing 3 to 1 loss is still the Warriors to oh, the Cavs. God. It was it was it's so good. It's so good. If 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 the Capitals shank this, it will probably be the second but hockey is such a fast and intense sport, and these teams are fairly even. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, the Golden Knights were, like, huge, like, amazing force in yeah. hockey this year. Like, this isn't unusual. This isn't, like, an underdog making the series like it was with the uh, Indians right. who somehow did it against the Cubs. Or uh, this is... like. I think what sets 
the Warriors' three to one loss apart is the fact that they were the best regular season team that has ever, ever. Ha- been in basketball. Yeah. yeah, and they were built that way too, right? They they're this gigantic super team supposed to be the best in the world and they were the best team in basketball right they were the best scoring team like ever they had an mvp who who basically changed scoring (laughs) that year absolutely he 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 put up like the kind of statistics that don't make sense no they were so absurd and that's the team that couldn't score for two minutes in game seven uh-huh. of the NBA finals. Like uh-huh. there's that's like that's embarrassing. It, it, yeah, the Warriors absolutely. the Warriors could win like the next ten championships, but they're never going to be as good as they were that season, and it's always gonna be a little black mark on them. It's just like how the Patriots the arguably the best Patriots team to ever go to the Super Bowl actually lost. Yeah, right, right. I also, so I, I think that two things are happening, right? The Warriors are getting worse, and then there are teams like the Rockets and the Celtics that are coming out of the East specifically to beat the Warriors. Like, they have built their team where, where like, I mean, we'll, we'll never know, but if the Rockets were in this series... Right now, you know, things I feel like would would be a little bit more even, but you know, that's all that's all super conjecture. They they probably would be more even. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to the Rockets for missing twenty seven straight three pointers. Three pointers, like, absolutely. Yep. Like, like goddamn, that game was your hand. You make like three of those, and that game is won. Uh-huh. But you missed twenty seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. How? James Harden. That was a joke. Three pointers. James Harden's a decent three-point shooter. What the heck? Just complete and utter collapse. That game was so winnable for them, Mm -hmm. and they just bricked it. They. It's like they were trying to build a house with the amount of bricks (laughs) they were laying down. Yes. Yes. I. So I, I feel like. This kind of leads us to the most, like, satisfying choke jobs, I guess. Mm. Because because that that three and one, right, that was after the tide had turned on the Warriors. That was after we were all like, oh, cool, this new team is kind of shaking everything up by playing small ball and, like, only shooting three-pointers because it's the, it's the highest, like – a return on investment shot you can make like the corner three is the most valuable shot in basketball it is it is the mo- the highest efficiency shot in basketball um with the possible exception of a dunk i think but either way like and that was cool it was like oh yeah like san francisco tech bros disrupting the basketball paradigm and then like that lasted like what a year and that a half. That got old really it, fast. Yeah. Like th- their first season where they went all the way to the finals and they beat LeBron the first time, that mm-hmm. was a legitimately fun team to watch. Yeah. Right. They were like, all oh, right, this is this is new kind of basketball. They're doing new kinds of scoring. This is this is different. This is fun. Then the second season is when they got 
you know, full of themselves, and <laughs> the fan base got excessively insufferable. And we, and and we realized after a certain amount of time, you just got kind of bored of seeing them win. Yep. And, and Draymond is like extremely hateable, so you didn't really like Draymond. And there's some other players on the team that you, you started to kind of hate. I don't think like, I yeah. could. I don't think I could mm. ever hate uh, Iggy. I don't think I could ever hate Andre Iguodala. Because no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think him. But I was thinking like, no, mostly I'm just thinking Draymond. It's basically well, you, just Draymond. you can hate Durant. I mean, a lot of people hate Durant. But Durant wasn't like this is the '73 team. Durant wasn't on that team. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Also, also, hey, hey, another another segue. Unless we want to keep talking about basketball on this football podcast, I just gave you a pretty, pretty decent segue into. Well, I guess it's more basketball. Because, yeah. because, you know, Kevin Durant had all those uh, Sock Puppet Twitter accounts. And this is something we missed last week. Yep. Uh, with This uh, funniest Twitter story of last week. Um, I think it came, it came out towards the end of the week. But the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers was exposed mm-hmm. by The Ringer, which, I mean, wow, uh, Bill Simmons' website did a thing that was good. The, the, but... so I, I don't want to sidebar too much, but I friggin' Bill Simmons ha- is in the habit of hiring really good people for really bad websites, right? Like, The Ringer mm-hmm. has really good writers, but the website is bad because it's Bill Simmons. I just wanted to get that off my chest because I it's like a moral quandary for me. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yes. So Brian Coangelo, the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers, some, someone tipped off the ringer that they thought that there were several Twitter accounts that were actually also Brian Coangelo because they were defending him, you know, like in, you know, defending him kind of ways like, I think if you looked at any of the accounts individually, you'd just see them as, you know, typical Twitter morons. There's yeah. always a Twitter moron who thinks the GM is perfect. There's always a Twitter moron who has certain opinions about how the team is run and everything. Like, there was nothing in a vacuum. Every of the individual accounts were supremely, like, just there. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're just another dumbass on Twitter. But they started noticing similarities between these five Twitter accounts and just like the way they typed, just like their word phrasing, um, the people they followed, mm-hmm. and just eerie similarities. So the Ringer reporter watched these things, watched these accounts for a substantial period of time, just noting all the similarities and everything like that. Eventually, um, started to believe that they were all the same person who may be Brian Coangelo. And uh, the like, the most telling thing was he called, the, re- the reporter called out Coangelo and the 76ers on one of the accounts. And after that happened, the other accounts went dark, mm-hmm. which there you go. There, like that's, that it, that's circumstantial evidence, but that's pretty strong evidence. Yeah. And 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 as soon as the story broke, they're also like noticing that the like the phone number attached to multiple accounts, it ends in the same two numbers like and then the wife 
got roped into it. Yeah, yeah. People were saying uh, his wife did it or something. Which I don't. I mean, there is a precedent for that. Remember, Roger Goodell's wife was yep. caught having a Twitter burner account yep. defending yep. him. Yep. Whatever the case was, someone related to Brian Coangelo was tweeting out uh, things against d- basically perfectly defending Coangelo, um, acted, uh, saying things about like medical issues concerning players that the public wasn't supposed to know yet or mm. wasn't supposed to disclose. So basically, this guy got caught with Twitter burner accounts. This is the most 2018 story in sports it as really far is. as i'm concerned it, it really, well, this is it's it's also so first of all i want to i want to shout out the the reporter ben detrick detrick i i hope i'm saying your name right um because it, it this story this story is great and it is fun and it is stupid and god this is that... the kind of nonsense that we haven't had in football basically since deflate gate we need more well st- Stupid stories like this that are just funny. Who do you, who, I mean, who, I was going to say, who do you, like, what football, like, stars have burner accounts? But I think the more pressing and more answerable question is, what football stars do not have burner accounts that they just, you know, scan and search for their own name and hop into internet discussions being like, no, actually... Tom Brady's pecs are beautiful and I want to to run like I want to slide between them like I'm on a slip and slide. Like I don't think Tom Brady would have a a burner account simply because I don't think Tom Brady actually uses his social media that's, at okay. all. Yeah, that's I, I, he has he has a person for that. And I think most of like the quarterbacks, like honestly most athlete Twitter accounts are impossibly boring because they're just PR. Well, but then you just got... like, hey, it's just, hey, I'm over at this place uh, signing autographs for Kids Cancer Foundation, just foundation. Like, thanks for that. And like, th- there's very few interesting athlete accounts. I mean, you get Kevin so it's, Durant. It's hard though. to tell. Like, Kevin Durant was caught red-handed with a bunch of sock puppet accounts, right? Like, that's very true. I, I'm also kind of conflicted because I feel like the NBA. Like, the players are a little bit more free in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Adam Silver is much more hands There's a little bit more. Too. There's a little bit more personality yeah. allowed and less harshly judged for. So, I I don't know. There are definitely sock puppet burner accounts for f- football players. But I think there's probably less than we want it to be. We should probably, I, I, I want to say most and least likely, because I probably think the least likely to have a burner account is Gronk. Just Gronk, I, yeah, Gronk wouldn't need a burner account. There's no, no point for Gronk yeah, to I was have like, a burner why, why, why would you? Gronk himself is just Gronk. If Gronk has like a yeah. burner account, then he's probably secretly like a child trafficker or something. Yeah, like, the hell there, There's got to be something for? serious. No, oh. no, man. Like, you know who I bet has a burner account? Who? Blake Bortles. Oh, God, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet he doesn't take it seriously. I bet Blake Bortles has a burner account mm-hmm. that isn't about defending Blake Bortles, but is just about commenting on stupid, dumb shit that Hell Blake yeah. Bortles likes Hell that yes. he doesn't want oh like his God. main account talking on. It's not a burner account. It's it's his, like, dark web, like, no, this is, this is my, like, I'm... 
I want to be able It's to... your forums personality. That's yeah, what it hell is. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's, I that's think, awesome. I think most athlete burner accounts are probably going to be something similar to that. They're going to be accounts where they can be themselves in a different way and mm-hmm. not cause like social media stir and all that kind of stuff because it's not their actual main account where they're doing normal things do you think there's like a do you think there's do you think there's a famous person twitter do you think there's a secret famous person twitter that only famous people and athletes can be on hmm that's just secret and we don't know about it and we can't see it Maybe that's the moments tab because nobody actually oh, goes in there. Oh, it's the moments tab. That's where you that's where it. all that's that's the gold plated room. That's that's the back room that you have to be on a list to get in. It's the moments tab because no one else in their right mind would click on that. No, no, that's fair. That's where that's where all the gossip happens. Mm-hmm. That's where all the magic happens. That's I, the hot goss. The hot goss. Slang that hot goss. I bet it's also on like Discord. I bet there's a secret. <laughs> I bet like, I bet friggin' like, I don't know, man. Lil Yachty's like, hey, hey, y'all. Like he's got all of his like famous friends on on you know a text message thread. And he let is like, hey, y'all. I made a I made a secret Discord channel so every famous person can like have this group text Twitter thing that that's private and the the media can't see it um so hey guys if you have access to secret twitter if you have access to, to celebrity twitter uh you just shoot your boy an invite shoot your boy an invite i want to be on celebrity i would love to be on celebrity twitter just just to sit back and watch celebrities talk to each other yeah i wouldn't I want... even participate i just want like two days of access yeah. With no ability to post, just just observing through the glass. Oh God! Now, now, well, now this is getting a little d- bit disgusting because I could see this actually be a, being a very successful product that we could make. Mm. We could make a decent amount of money charging a monthly fee for celebrity Twitter. Where, yeah, because they, they'd pay post. they'd pay it because money is a lot less important to them because they well, have no. lots of it well, so so you're you're think you're thinking small my friend you are thinking very Uh-oh. small my friend so what are you first, what are you the first going thing we do the first thing we do is it's like a netflix style fee for celebrities to be on it and it is private and encrypted whatever you know like that's all that's all good uh we have that going for like about a year yeah and then mm-hmm. when we uh, when we go public, launch our IPO, what we do, what we do is we change the terms of service, and then for a I want to say a thirty five dollar monthly fee, we open celebrity Twitter up to the public for them to view. Now, of course, you can get the VIP pass, which is sixty nine ninety nine. And then you can like post maybe one update or comment per day. But uh, hmm. but yeah, if you if you really if you really, it really want to like it doesn't even have to be Twitter. It should just be like a secret celebrity social network. Yep, yep, secret celebrity social network. C S C 
SN. That makes it sound like a it has to have network. it has to have the, like the most boring dry name because you have to, because if just in case anyone accidentally stumbles across it they're yeah. like oh why am I on like synergistic management solutions but why, that's why? that's actually the secret celebrity social network oh I you just gave me well you you said synergistic management solutions so why don't we just call it sync but spelled s y n k whoa that's there we go that's pretty good because that that way it's like it's like oh it's like the the kitchen sink and you can just dump everything in there it's got everything just like the kitchen sink but it's also a social network so it's like sink with a y also Hmm, hmm. because what should its logo be i i i i think it's probably just like it has to be super corporate looking yeah it's got to be like i don't know like I don't want to go too far into Twitter, but like, you know, that, that blue bird on a white background, right? Something very simple, two colors. Um, so maybe like... It should just be, you know, it should be a circle. Mm-hmm. A, basically a simplistic circle with like a little bit of knob kind of thing at the top that indicates a faucet. Oh, good. That's really That's all good. it is. It's That's just really like good. extremely simple. It's just like a circle with like a little indentation in the top that indicates the faucet. That's yeah, what it that's, is. That's awesome. Maybe, maybe knobs if you want to like get real fancy with it, but that's all it is. And I'm, the, I'm seeing we, we put the knob green. On for the, like the high quality. Like I'm picturing though. green. Like it's a, it's, it's a white mm-hmm. outline of a circle on like a green square. That's what I'm seeing. Yep. Yep. Perfect. That's much better than my idea. I was gonna do like a minimalist, uh, a minimalist version of Kim Kardashian's butt, uh, <laughs> but I think yours is better. I think yours is a lot better. That could be like the logo for like a part of Sync. Oh but, yeah, like, the one for know. the one for butt photos. The one uh, for the butt secret photos. butt photos that you know, the, you know. The, the, <laughs> Because everybody knows that the the thing celebrities like the most is when people look at the photos they thought were private. So we'll have a section for that, I guess. And and it's not our fault when we get hacked. I'm yeah, saying it I on mean, a podcast, so that means it's legal. Legal. You can't. You can't sue us. You signed our terms is, of service. Sync. All right. So yes, we're we're copywriting this right now. Secret yeah, celebrity I'm, social network. Sync. W, here, let me. I'm actually going to go to www.sync.com right now. Hold on. S S Y N K dot com. Uh, let's see what comes up. It is a blank. It doesn't even. Nope. It doesn't even give me the the page not found. Oh. It's, Whoa, maybe it already exists. It is a blank white page. Uh, let me Google search for sync. S- there's... S- the, the ones I'm getting is SNCC. SNCC, yeah. Including results for SNCC. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, God damn it. There's a, there's already an app called sync. Oh, what got, is it about? What it, is it? it can't be a social... This cannot be real. Stink app on Facebook. Are you fucking... Okay. 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 Here we go. Do you want to hear about the Sync app on Facebook? Okay. Planning to go out, but don't know where to go? Check Sync to see a list of clubs, pubs, and bars in your area. 
want to find out where you can get awesome uh, drink specials. So this is also it's it's an Australian app. Um, it, everything about it makes it seem like it is <laughs> Tinder, but but for EDM fans. <laughs> I didn't like that drop swipe left. Yeah, I didn't swipe like no nah, man, your 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 drop drop really not doing it for me. Too hmm. too 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 little praise on that drop. Gotta 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 check your levels. Gotta remaster your sync account. <laughs> Take it back to the lab. Oh, well, we hmm. need to find a new name, but this this idea is very good. If you're in Australia, check out Check out Sync, I guess. I don't know if it's been released yet. Sync.com.au Well, this is a work in progress for us, so maybe we can come up with something similar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my what god. What if we call Sync it... Features. What? I'm sorry, I need to... I really need to... To tell you about the first feature they listed, because it is about the creepiest thing i've ever heard i'm sorry i don't want to put this on blast because like if you're in australia this this is kind of like a cool idea but the way they put it sync ability to see other sync users that are checked into clubs at any given time and whether they are single or taken oh it got creepy ability to add other users that are checked into the same club and communicate via sync's inbuilt messenger can you imagine going to a fucking bar and seeing a notification on your phone and then a bartender giving you a drink and the notification on your phone is a winky face i would move i would (laughs) i would i would i would not pack my things i would literally just start running and the next city that i got to that's that's my home now you know what bothers me the most about this app on facebook Uh uh-huh is the logo is a green background with a white outline for their Fucking. Yeah, I know, I know. It is a fucking, and it's a, it's not a good logo either. It's a sigma. It's just a sigma. What does a sigma have to do with sync? I don't get it. I'm very mad because that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking. They did, and they did like it's infuriating. They did time travel IP theft to us. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who is listening to this podcast. Stole our idea, made it, went back in time to make it before we had a chance to oh, copyright it ourselves. Shit. No, it's because they're in Australia. They're oh. back in time. That means when they hear this, it's literally a day before we recorded That's it. That's how they did it. Genius. Wow. Oh, wow. man. Honestly, like, kind of impressive. Time travel IP theft. Mm -hmm. We need to go to Australia. We need to record from Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Clearly, the only thing we can do to protect our intellectual property here is to go to Australia. Yep, yep. Dude, I bet they made Anime Santa. I bet, I bet some Australians made like made Anime Santa. Hmm. Yikes. Uh, maybe they didn't touch anime Santa because well, I don't know. Are Australians into anime? Are they an anime country? 
I, I have. No, I feel I like no the answer idea. is no. Listen, but but you are now putting the idea of anime like Crocodile Dundee in my head, and if that isn't, oh my god, I need this. Anime so Crocodile Dundee would actually probably own. I mean, it would absolutely, definitely own. I mean, he's not fighting, like, regular crocodiles. He's obviously fighting, like, gigantic monster crocodiles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some, like, kaiju action. Then he suits up in the Evangelion, like, angel suit or whatever. And, and you know. When he goes, like, this is, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he pulls out, like, a um, Final Fantasy cloud buster sword that then yes. like extends into another buster sword. That's that that's there. That, yep. that that's part of it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. We got all anime this, crocodile Dundee. All this dope IPs that were in. Hell yes. This is what this is why we like. This is what happens when we skip a week, right? We've got this all is these. What happens when it's June and there's nothing happening? Is, is we come up with, like, $3 billion ideas. So Very what is anim- Anime Crocodile Dundee's... What is his backstory? I mean, okay, so so having... Watched- I feel like he's not the main character of the anime. I feel like... No, he can't... The main character of the anime is clearly a small teen boy. Yep. 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 Who well, probably okay. loses his parents to oh a Megagator. You're... you're- <laughs> a croc- Megadial. Yeah. Yeah, so so the the thing that I just thought of, there is an anime that is kind of like what you're describing, but not really, um, called My Hero Academia, which is very good, and it is about a small teen boy who very much looks up to this superhero called All Might, and I feel like we could very much model this show after that, right? This kid has. Uh, I no mean, if Australia is going to steal our intellectual property, we might as well steal some other intellectual. Steal properties. some other intellectual property, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So we got, we got the, the middle school, high school aged kid. Do you want to go, do we want to go high school? Or do we I'm saying, I'm school? saying middle school. I yeah. think middle school because I feel like he has to learn, um, you know, just, he has to be going through some puberty stuff. Yeah. More of a coming of age I, thing than like a high could, school, like yeah you know he, he's he been put in a really difficult position and he's still fairly young but he he thinks he has to be bigger and more important mm-hmm. like he has to take charge but he, he doesn't really know how and he's not good at it but he's got that dumb kid mentality and and crocodile dundee he like he's not he doesn't normally take kids under his wing but mm-hmm. he's got to do something with this kid that's it it's it's, he maybe he reminds him of an old kid he used to have nice. when he was yes. when he was when he was a, a Dunwee lad, crocodile Dunwee. God, yes, it's so good. Also, you really, literally, what we are describing is probably a movie that's actually going to come out in twenty twenty. Like legit, if they make a sequel to Crocodile Dundee, it will probably be like Crocodile Dundee out in the bush and like you know all old and and not sad but you know he he's done he's done his d right he's done being the dundee for now and then this kid comes by and needs his guidance and so it's i mean it's 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 like creed right it's it's 
this beloved character from the 80s and 90s passing the torch to a new generation. Except ours is better because it's an anime. Now, obviously, Crocodile Dundee, anime Dundee, has to probably fight not just crocodiles, no. gigantic, gigantic, enormous crocodiles, but, you know, like everything else in Australia that can kill you. So jellyfish, mm-hmm. sp- giant spiders. Mm-hmm. He's he's basically just fighting giant nature. I feel like he's got to have a crocodile buddy, though. There's got to be like a good, a good crocodile maybe a crocodile he didn't have the heart to kill when he killed a mega crocodile and it bonded to him or something like that yeah yeah i I, i'm i'm here with that or maybe it's a crocodile that has some sort of defect and was shunned from the crocodile community and has only found solace in helping crocodile dundee and he's conflicted because he's helping this person basically slaughter his own species but that's the same species that scorned him so he doesn't know what side he's really on and maybe the kid helps him discover that so what we're what we're what we're describing now is a cross between my hero academia creed and and the spin-off to buffy the vampire slayer angel and it's everything I've ever wanted in media, I think. I think that's what you've just done. Is is you've created the perfect the perfect serialized television program. It it would be great because essentially it 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 would be an ongoing overarching story, but it would also be a monster of the week where yes. they're taking down um, a giant, ugly creature, giant, ugly crocodile, giant, ugly, jellyfish every, every week. So you'd always get the satisfaction at the end, but then there's the ongoing threads. Yes, of... the overarching. Hmm. You could hop in in the middle and you wouldn't be completely lost, but you would want to, like, if you hopped in in, in the middle, you would be like, oh, okay, now I got to come back from the start and watch this because I like it so much, right? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Here, here's here's the question. Mm-hmm. We already kind of did this with Anime Santa, yes. so I feel like we shouldn't do it again. But should there be robots? I don't think there. I don't think robots are allowed in Australia. No, maybe not. Should the the giant monsters be a product of evil science, or maybe they're aliens? I think. They could be aliens. Aliens is a is is a nice touch. I also think that you can kind of lean into the horrifying like fauna that already is in Australia, right? And just kind of exaggerate it a little bit and just kind of phrase it as like because because so there's this trend in anime now of not going completely completely over the top, right? There there are a lot of these um uh sports animes uh yuri on ice is one of them which goes over the top with like storyline stuff but not with actual like the the figure skating stuff ping pong the animation does that too so i don't think it would be completely off base for it to be you know like a giant spider that is say instead of like eight inches long like a foot and a half long right 
and just kind of phrase it as like, no, Australia is a fucking scary place if you if you are outside the cities and in the bush. It's scary, but it's also not too scary that people on DeviantArt can't make sexy fan art of the yes. monsters. Oh, every, every yes, yes, we need to we need to tailor this so that like we we got to focus group the monsters right so that they're sexy. Or may, mm-hmm. maybe not they're maybe they're not sexy, but that they can be made sexy fairly easily. We got to hit that. Or at least made cute. Yes. We got to hit that Sonic the Hedgehog level of like, these characters are not sexualized at all, but people on the internet will do it. People on the internet will want to fuck this. Mm, Even though we have not made it sexy. Mm -hmm. We've explicitly made it so that someone out there will find it sexually attractive but and, and, and it so, won't be to the main populace right and that way we have plausible deniability even though even though it is completely intentional on our part mm-hmm. because those are the obsessive fans that will buy all of our dumb merchandise abs absolutely the spider body pillow are you kidding me oh uh, they're they'll have like the little uh figurine of Probably like the the crocodile sidekick. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Conflicted. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a Figma or a Funko. Oh, we got to get that Funko Pop. Uh, oh, we license. we'll have we'll have Funkos in like the first week. Like those things get made so fast. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, we we got those Funko Pops. Well, it's still in my desk. Shout out. It's so good. Yeah, I got that Funko Pop of Lawrence Taylor sitting on my desk. Thank you, that guy, mm-hmm. who I could I could look up, but right now I'm just gonna say you know who you are. Is the, uh, thank, the thank, Alan, thanks, Alan, buddy. Alan, uh, God, I keep wanting to say the Alan Parsons project. It's the Alan Pryor. Good brand, band, right? good band, good band, good band, and good brand. I hope I didn't just mess that up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my DMs because I will feel very a uh, very bad. Alan Pryor brand. Yeah, I got it. I got I got it in line. Right. Anyway, uh, so so yeah, yes, Crocodile Dundee anim. What you had a really good name for it. I can't remember what it was. What was it called? Uh, oh fucking crap. hell! Uh, Back to the drawing board. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's, that's good. Our million dollar app that we need to find a new name for. That's, that's good. What if we call it tub? Oh, tub is good. Sink. Tub. Can we put, can we put an umlaut on there? Or would that, would that be too Ikea? Tube. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it's tube. And like, and it's, it's like the, the internet is a series, internet of is a series of tubes. Yeah. 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 I, I could see that. Yeah. I, I could see tube. I'm just tub. I'm just wondering for like branding purposes, does that make it sound like we're a DIY like plumbing service or something? But I don't think no, so. No, no, no. Plumbing services are never all that interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I think I think I think tube works. Tube slash tub. It's just all lowercase and in that in that cool kind of like round font. You know, yeah. with, that has no sharp edges. So here's here's a depressing thought. Mm-hmm. Would we make the would our would tub have yeah. a secret 
have a whole bunch of like rooms or pages, kind of like Facebook has pages or yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing where all the weird, creepy celebrities can go to like organize their weird sex parties. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like that's that's something we should allow the making of, but not endorse so that when it gets made and found out, we cannot be really blamed for it. And we can just go like, oh, wow, that's that's a shame. We'll just have to change our algorithm to not allow that and then not do anything. The 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 actual like UI that I'm imagining for this is something very similar to to the way Discord works, where it is essentially, if you guys remember from, like, back before Twitter and shit, it's essentially a chat room. Um, And you can get invited to a specific server that is for something different. So, like, you can have a server for voice chat if you want to call up your, your best friend Chris Pratt because you're Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pine. Or uh, the just other. like the Chris room, yeah, the 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 sexy Chris room, the you know Chris Hemsworth can get in there. Uh, I I forget the other. There's a a sexy Chris that I always forget. Adams? No. Chris Adams is not. He's not the guy that plays Captain America, is he? That's Chris no. Evans. Chris Evans. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So so there's going to be a room for the four sexy Chrises. And that's that's all that's good, um, and then they can talk about what it's like to be a sexy Chris, and that's that's all they talk about. It's just like how great it is to be a sexy Chris. Yeah, hashtag sexy, sexy m dash Chris, and you know that's that's the only people who can be in there, um, and that way that way it can get like really really clicky too, so everyone can kind of be on this platform, but like it's up to the celebrities on the platform to actually like create their chat rooms. Right. And you know, it could be like, they could have a shit posting group. They could have a weird sex orgy, uh, group. They could have a weirder sex orgy group. Uh, like for, for people who want to really kind of get at it. Um, you know, the, and that, and that way we kind of wash our hands of the whole endeavor. And all mm-hmm. we need to worry about is server upkeep. Mm-hmm. Like we we don't even have to like hire any mods or or anything because because the two services we're offering are you know fucking people trying to be peeping toms and and then you know promising this super secret but not at all secret service to celebrity. It would Tub. be great. It'll be so good. Tub, tube, tube. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, tube. Come on, come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes perfect i guess we got 10 minutes should we yeah, talk there, about football a little bit more there's some other there's some other stuff do you want to talk about the browns i kind of want to talk about this browns shit a little bit but let's let's go browns okay so uh if you guys haven't heard the browns did it's not that stupid it's just like kind of why so the Browns suck. So Hugh Jackson, instead of holding a funeral for a football like happened last year or the year before, I can't remember. Uh, Hugh Jackson took all the stripes off of the Browns helmets. Um, and only the people that make the team's final roster will be able to earn their stripes, as it were. And it's a motivation tactic. And it's, 
Like, I mean, it's just very silly, I think. It's no sillier than any other motivational tactic, but... It really isn't, but... But it's it, the it's Browns. Also, but uh... it's the Browns. So it is. Also, like, the most Browns thing about it, right... Uh, and I'm I'm sourcing this from a Deadspin article, and they bring this up too. I just think it's it it would be s- like so funny if this is the way it actually shook out. Uh, you 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 have this challenge, right? Earn your stripes, get on the fifty like the fifty three man roster, um, and that challenge presumably will extend into the preseason. Yeah, for yes. for nationally televised games. What Deadspin brings up is that that may not be allowed, uh, like under the under the, uh, the I don't know the, the yeah because the, they don't want any weird changes with their helmets. Yeah, they don't want any weird changes to the uniforms. So because I, the NFL is dumb and hates fun. The, the, so the, Deadspin was saying, and I kind of agree, it'd be the most Browns thing ever if they, if they're doing this friggin' thing to, to promote like depth chart competition. And then as soon as the preseason starts, everyone just has stripes on their helmets or, or what is probably more likely going to be the case only like they have to share. They, they're, <laughs> they're only, they're only like a few striped helmets and someone comes in like it's not the right size it's just rattling around Wes Welker style oh dang Browns the Browns the duh Browns you're dumb you're dumb Browns I wish you all the Uh, best but you're dumb Browns a uh, quick, quick little note. Um, if you hate the Packers and hate Clay Matthews, which you totally should because fuck both of them. Yeah. Uh, Clay Matthews was at a baseball game and got hit in the face by a line drive and broke his nose. So there's a little bit of fun for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. L- l- little bit of good stuff. Just like, hey, hey, Meathead had his face busted. Yeah, dude. That's good. That's cool. I, it's a small little bit of news. I'm just like, eh, you know what? It doesn't affect me in any way, but it makes me slightly yeah, happier today. It makes today. me happy, yeah. Clay Matthews can can spend all the time off the field doing those fucking awful State Farm ads with Aaron Rodgers again. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder, if I, was, if I was State Farm, I would make a commercial now where he's he gets hit, busts his face open, goes back to the baseball game, and then sees another line drive heading for him, and then goes, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And the State Farm guy pops up right in front of the baseball and gets beaned. And Clay Matthews is like, okay. We got to do a whole series. There is a whole series to be had there. Absolutely. Oh, my God. If you could just summon a State Farm person out of thin air like you could, there's so many things you could do. How has no one thought of this loophole before? How has no one, when they were getting mugged, be like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and then that, and then your poor State Farm agent gets mugged and you get to run away? Or at How the very this... least, you got like a witness. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have someone else who's there, and now like, fucking, 
fucking you you're in this like bar brawl and you're about to get your ass handed to you you're gonna like a good neighbor state farm is there and and now and hey hey now you're in it too am i covered yeah i've got your <laughs> back what if what if you're in a plane crash in oh. the andes mountains mm-hmm. and you've run out of food and oh, you no. need to stay alive oh no well, but hey, so yeah, you can eat the State Farm person, right? You can eat the State Farm agent, but I, I feel like there was an ad where they were like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there with a delicious sandwich or with mm. a hot tub, right? There was definitely one is like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there with a hot tub and and some horrible 20-somethings put it in their apartment and then they were like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there with a bunch of bikini models, and it was problematic and, and not great. I have a, I have a question about the lore of this ability to summon State Farm people. Yeah, please. I uh, want to know more you, about the State you, Farm extended you universe. Only, are you only capable of summoning your agent? Like, I, do you have to be signed up with State Farm, and when you do that, does your agent pop in? Or, when you say that... Any State Farm agent pops in. And if you continue to say it, can you summon more State Farm agents to the same location? I think the answer... build like a pyramid of State Farm people. Having worked in like in a a salesy job where like I had clients, um, I would say that the answer is most likely somewhere in between, right? So most of the time when you say like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, you'll get your agent. Yeah. But if your agent happens to be on vacation or you say it multiple times because your agent is already with you, you will get another State Farm agent mm. who who ideally has been briefed on your case by your agent prior. Yes. Hopefully. So – so so yeah, I think I think it's kind of like a, a customer service style thing where like they probably put in a ticket, right? When you say like a good neighbor state farm is there, they have Zendesk or something and they put in a ticket yeah. and you get you get like a requisition number. So it's logged in their system so that the next time you say like a good neighbor state farm is there, they can kind of look it up and be like, Okay, so you're you're getting mugged, you're still getting mugged, you need you need help with that, or is this something new? And then you can be like no, no, I actually just, you know, I, I need someone to fill out my laser tag team. Yeah, there's it's there's definitely going to be too much bureaucracy to this. Yeah, yeah. Very true. But you know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it, it helps the workflow a little bit. You wouldn't you wanna say like a good neighbor state farm is there and like have someone show up who doesn't know anything about, you know, your your whole your whole sitch. Right? Yeah. What? You could be such a dick. Like, what if you go skydiving and you got a oh parachute and just like halfway into the air, you're just like, <laughs> all right, wait a minute. Watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you just summon the State Farm agent and then they plummet to their death. Yeah. I was going to say that I, I want to dedicate this episode to all of the State Farm agents that have died in the line of duty. There's like so many things like, does the State Farm agent always 
summon a certain distance from you? Like, if you say that and you're in a very tight room, will they form into the wall? Or, or if you're, like, or in, like, I don't know, a very, very small place, would you die? Would, like, they explode you from the inside out as they materialized, like, where you are? You'd think, I mean, uh, someone appearing, uh, basically materializing out of thin air would displace all that air immediately. Yeah, right? Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. from a physics perspective, would cause a problem. Yeah. And yeah. and if that person, like, then disappear, like, can you say, like, like a good neighbor, State Farm goes back home and shuts off the lights at a reasonable hour, and then the person, like, disappears and then leaves a vacuum of air that then gets filled or does after you summon a state farm agent do they just have to like make their way back that would be absolutely that would be really problematic if you if you do something like this on a plane yeah in a pressurized cabin are you kidding me Mm -hmm. like after it comes up to pressure like if your state farm agent is on the plane Oh my god, if if any of them travel for work and are on a plane and then they get summoned somewhere else, that cabin is suddenly, like, however many PSI, like, more pressurized. There is, wow. there is what, like a, a, a 100 and something pound person who has been, like, displaced, that, that amount is now, like... Oh man, there's some physics problems to be done here. There's a lot of horrific implications in the State Farm summoning universe. Yeah. So if you have State Farm, you you do have great power. Please use it with great responsibility. And with that, I think we should just just end it there. We got a lot to think about. I know. I got a lot we've given you a lot of things to think about today. Mm-hmm. And um, to the Australian who made sync after hearing this podcast um give us some of our money yeah. we earned that money this was yeah. this was our money don't don't be a dick yeah. um to people who are in charge of making anime also give us money yeah, we got a gold idea just sitting right here for you we, we got and it. i'm going to actually just tweet at crunchyroll right now hold on at dot at crunchyroll roll uh so so at Dropplay Dave and I had this great idea for for a show anime crocodile Dundee can can you help make our dreams <laughs> reality uh we're recording our podcast please y slash n kisses sam (laughs) okay and sent so by the time this podcast goes up we will be highly paid anime producers because everyone knows the people who make tv shows make a fucking fuck ton of money especially when it's anime yep Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You just yeah. heard us make make a tweet at yep. the very end of this episode. Literally, that's man. literally what you just listened to. Whoops, a doodle. Anyway. anyway, 
Sam. Yeah, if you want to see that tweet, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grzeszes, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-C-E-S-E-S. ES on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs and oh hey I mean I, I just I, I just got a writing gig over at Daily Esports and uh, Nintendo Enthusiast so you can check my junk out there now too Dave I'm Dropplay Dave you can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic on Instagram and on Patreon and of course on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Send us all of your fantastic secret celebrity Facebook ideas, just secret Facebook, secret Twitter, secret social media. I want to hear from you and also other horrific implications of the State Farm Extended Universe. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.